Assumption Show for February 12, 2020. How's it going, everybody? This is BK. This is episode 151. Uh, as we are winding down on the New Hampshire primaries here, you know what? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have a segment every five minutes of the episode at this point. You know, election alert 2020. Um, I'm gonna dedicate it to that the first five minutes. So uh, I, I I figured a Bernie won here last time when Hillary won. You know, in 2016 and also I think in 2008, uh, Hillary after she cried, she won the New Hampshire primary and there um so if i were, let me pull up the history here because uh, i my history is not so good yeah i just remember her crying i was like oh she's so personable you know that shit uh but in the end in the end in the end uh you know i i figured you know bernie's gonna win this and then he seems like as we are the polls are closing it looks like his uh, head uh 20 point 28.8 percent to Pete Buttigieg at 22, and Amy Klobuchar is at 20.3, Elizabeth Warren 9.4, Joe Biden, who is already on his way to South Carolina, 8.7, Tom Steyer 3.6, Tulsi 3.3, Andrew Yang 2.9, who are the others? I heard Michael Bloomberg won one town, uh, where is he at here? I thought he was down here, well, I guess I don't see him, a whole bunch of write-ins, Deval Patrick, Michael Bennett, Julian Castro, who dropped out, Cory Booker, who dropped out, Kamala Harris, who dropped out, Marion Williamson, who dropped out. Uh, so, yeah, a whole bunch of people who don't even matter at all. So, it's really like after last week of the Iowa, you know, after the app debacle, uh, the Bernie and Pete seem to be in front, and Joe's like, oh my God, I'm playing from behind here. I'm playing a catch up. God damn it. What the fuck do I do here? You know, that shit. Uh, and then he already went over to. South Carolina, where, you know, people are, you know, I think Tom Steyer has pretty good numbers because he had his campaign down there and whatnot. But, you know, I, you know, whatever the results are, you know, Super Tuesday and all that, it, it is fucking evident that, you know, the bickering and then, oh, my God, is it a centrist versus a socialist thing? You know, I go, well, well, why is Bernie any different from 2016? He's the most consistent dude over here. And Pete is new. Amy's new. And then both of them are, I guess, moderate. Elizabeth Warren is completely falling off, so I'm just going like, well, I, I, and Joe and Elizabeth, I just go, I, I, I really think the end is near <laughs> for both of them, unfortunately, so, you know, let's see how it goes in South Carolina, you know, Michael Bloomberg, you know, his uh, most recent Aspen Institute, you know, the thing came out, I was uh, discussing with my friend last week, you know, in the midst that, you know, I had just had it you know, in the airplane talk about, you know, I think Hillary's purposely, like, just talking shit about Bernie, you know, I had this, like, next level, like, uh, Alex Jones conspiracy theory, which was, I think Hillary's doing this on fucking purpose to get Bernie elected, because she knows, she knows that she's a hateable character, you know, she's the type heel anywhere, so whatever she says, people are gonna, like, jump on and say, go the fuck away, go the fuck away, so the only way for Bernie and the whole socialist stigma to get over is have her talk shit about Bernie, so there will be more anti-Hillary sentiment that would support Bernie, is it really necessary, I don't know, it's just a little bit of a, you know, I go, like, you know, Hillary's a Democrat through and through, yeah, what the fucking choke job that she did, her campaign did, it's unbelievable, but I just go, you know what, if it's for the greater good that she's trying to support and then I, some of you are like, she just doesn't like Bernie. I just go, well, then why does she endorse somebody already, right? If she endorsed somebody and then clearly pit, you know, whoever against Bernie, it would make sense. But then the, whoever she, like, endorses will be getting all the shit 
<laughs> all the shit show. I'd be like, ew, Hillary likes you. You know, he's like, it's a goodie. Get away from me from that shit. But I don't know. Like, more and more Hillary eggs on Bernie. I feel like it's more beneficial to Bernie, no matter what. And Michael Bloomberg, speaking of, uh, I said, I don't mind, you know, whole stop and frisk. My friend was not happy about that. And I go, ah, there's no perfect candidate. What the fuck are you going to do? And then I got to say, the Aspen comments are pretty fucking bad. Yeah, he's. I think Tom Steyer is going to get better fucking black votes than Michael Bloomberg at this stage. You know, after the Supreme Court ruled that, you know, the stop and frisk policy the New York City had under the Mayor Bloomberg's watch uh, was deemed in- unconstitutional. You know, you know, Bloomberg goes, is making a statement. And I was like, you know, I don't, I don't endorse this view anymore and all that. I go like, well, let's see. Everybody's flawed. Everybody's like clawing each other down. Which makes it even unlikely that, you know, beat Trump mentality is going to work. So at this point, even after the State of the Union acquittal that happened last week, I just go, I think Trump's going to win at this point as of February. As we are nine months away, just under nine months away, you know, if you're impregnated and then you could have a baby nine months from now. And then it would come out and be like, what kind of world is a baby coming into? I say my bets on Trump at this point, but you know what? I just go, it's going to be four more years of us wasting time losing our shit. He's a worse president. He's a worse. He's the most offensive. I just go, look, if you look at the over the course of history, yes, he's one of the god-awful, probably the dumbest, <laughs> probably the most vain, probably the most like short-sighted guy, you know, out of all of them. You know, it's he's pretty up there, but is he the most like offensive and all? I go like, oh, look, yes, he's he is up there, but I just go... Look, there are other moments in history with the impeachable offenses and everything. They're all over the fucking place. Am I dismissing Trump? No. But I'm just saying I would put it in a bit of a perspective that, look, look, we had we had pretty egregious things done by in the executive power branch at this point. So anyways, you know, that's it. I have no idea. I don't know who I would endorse. I cannot, again, I cannot vote anywhere. So am I a felon? No, but I just can't. But, you know, I, I, look me as a token fucking voter look me as a fucking prototype at this point i don't know and then i'm in michigan and then i go beat trump yes it would be nice but i just go i don't know if any of these motherfuckers would beat him i think that's a position that i am in still as of the you know the valentine's week that we're going into all right so i think that's over the five minutes that i spent so what i want to mostly talk about oh speaking of you know follow-up episode from the last week with the uh fucking parasite on my oscar picks and i said you know if 1917 wins we riot you know, if you don't know what that reference is, you know, that was the uh, EC, ECW One Night Stand 2006, you know, another wrestling reference. Um, that was a sign that the fans had if Rob Van Dam didn't beat John Cena, who was like the unbeatable, you know, fucking baby face, the franchise of WWE that, you know, we felt like the as wrestling fans, we felt like we were getting shoved down our throat off. So we were sick of it. So if Cena wins, we riot. That's where the sign came from. So I thought it would be hilarious to make fun of the whole Rotten Tomatoes and then the online community just saying that, you know, if 1917, who seems like who's going to win everything, they win, we fucking riot. So, you know, I wasn't going to riot, but, you know, I was like, I know. And then even last week I said, I think 1917 is going to win. But to our, our all our surprises, after another year of Oscar so white, uh, Parasite just swept the categories that it was nominated for. Irishman shut out. You know, Joker got the, you know, the Joaquin Phoenix Award that I said he deserved it. He deserves his due. So he got that. Renee Zellweger won it. Uh, and then uh, Taiki won it the, as the adapted screenplay, not the Little Women, which 
was many people's picks, but I go like, I think, I didn't know Jojo Rabbit was a, another novel, <laughs> so it was an adapted screenplay, but I go, yeah, if I'm going to pick the adapted screenplay, which is usually like a spinoff of a novel or a nonfiction book, you know, not the original screenplay, as it says, I, I think Jojo Rabbit was, it deserved it, Little Women, I just go, hmm. You know, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not downplaying the little women and then the feminist message. I just go like, you know, I, she's a really good director. I really enjoy the movie. Although, it I, again, repeating the point from last week, I said, I, I felt like it was a, like watching a movie in an English class. But I go, you know what? It, I would rather watch this than the 1927 version. You know, that got nominated for the best picture at that time. So I just go, Greta Ver- Gerwig. I think she did a really good job. And she's a good director, you know, like Catherine Bigelow. So I'm just going, you know what? Go continue, continue pressing, and then uh, I, I'm looking forward to it. So, anyway, so that's that. And then Parasite, holy crap, it won the best director, best original screenplay, best foreign, I'm sorry, the international film, and the best picture of the night. I just go, fuck, I, I yeah, I, I think all of them are well deserved. And I don't think other directors and other screenwriters and other international film people would be so much against it. And then I'm glad that it made the mark. And some of you are going Oscar, Grammys, Golden Globes. What does it matter? It's like, look, look. You know, usurping the existing brand, you know, and then just making a mark is not a bad thing. And it's the first foreign language film to win the best picture. I go, wow, that's, I didn't know that. I thought like Roma won it. No, Roma got upset by Green Book. So there's that. So congratulations to Parasite. If you haven't seen Parasite, go watch it. I think your eyes will be open if you become a K-pop, K-drama fan out of it. Good for you. Um, so there is that. Oh, uh, and then that uh, that was the end of the spectacle in a positive note last week. But the last week was really the week of spectacles. Um, I think the last time I used that word was in Connor versus uh, what was it? Connor versus Floyd Mayweather happened, and then I was like, "This is a spectacle," you know that shit. You know that was it. Holy crap! That was almost three years ago at this point. 2017, 2018. It was summer 2017, I think it was. So only God can judge Mayweather McGregor. So what episode was that? That was episode 45. Holy shit. July 13, 2017. Go listen to that one when I said spectacle over and over that time. Uh, you know what? The, we kicked off with the Iowa caucus, which I already talked about with the bad app investment they made you know and then the shadow ink and all that stuff is like taking a lot of shit i just go look again if you want to pay for a quality technology pay the fucking money and then i think microsoft last year charged like a million dollars for the fucking effort i just go yeah i was asking around the software people how much would you charge for this uh caucus primary app that's going to be used again you know across multiple states and for the most important election that's happening in our front of our eyes right now uh and then the minimum number was seven digits and i'm surprised that they only charge five digits but i'm just saying so um there's that so it started off with that fucking shenanigan i i don't know why people are like upset left and right as much as you know i just go look what'd you expect what'd you expect so uh the and then the by the, i was recording this episode uh the episode of this last week before hour before the state of the union so after i recorded it, i went to go see the uh state of the union i think it was the first time i saw the state of the union in about a couple of years you know i skipped the i skipped most of last year a couple of years ago because i just i was there one last year i don't remember i just said i watched halfway through and then i was like this is so fucking boring he's just cutting the promo 
Donald Trump, he over here, pronounced pal, uh, that, you know, I already heard what he was going to say, but, so this one, he came back with a goddamn spectacle, it became a fucking entertainment show, and I, I must admit, it was the most entertaining state of the union for the hour and 40 minutes that I watched, you know, he cut, he's the white Oprah, he just comes out, you know, it starts off with the Phil Space Force kid. You know, it's like, this kid, he wants to be part of the new branch of the military we have. And then his great-grandfather was in the stands was a pilot in World War II. And then there was this girl in Philly. She was trying to get a lottery into this good school education. I go, why is it in a fucking lottery to begin with? But anyways, you know, lack of public education spending. But, like, dismissing that. You know what I tell you? You are through. You're no longer in the lottery. I go, oh, people lose their shit. And then Rush Limbaugh was there next to Melania. And then I just go, you know, the great American. You know, we're going to reward him the highest civilian honor that we can give in the United States. The fucking Presidential Medal of Freedom. And then like, oh my god. You know, it's like Rush Limbaugh was genuinely surprised. It wasn't a fucking gimmick. I go, holy shit, alright. You know, stage 4 cancer. Some people are going good riddance. And I'm like, you know what, whatever. Painful way to die. I don't wish any of the... You know what? Whatever. I hope. I wish he would have some moments of reflection. You know, with a death, you know, facing in front of him. So I felt like if everyone goes good riddance, you're gonna die with the worst cancer possible. I just go. He's just gonna energize himself even more. But the fact that they started, I go. All right, people's presidential medal of freedom. I just go. Whatever. You know, he can do whatever he wants. Like, why am I not surprised? But the fact that they were doing the award ceremony in the chamber. I just go, wait, what the fuck? They're giving him the medal right now? And then I'm just like, what the fuck? And then I just go, wow. You know, beside the point that he's like on the level with the uh, fucking Aretha Franklin, you know, Harper Lee, you know, Ellen DeGeneres, who I was wondering, I would just go, why does she deserve it? You know, I'm with my sister on that opinion. I was like, you know what? You know what, Brock? I was like, I don't know if, she, yeah, I don't know if Ellen really deserved that. Mother Teresa, you know, that fucking level, I just go, you know what, like, like, Rush Limbaugh, really, he, he belongs there, really, does he, and I just go, you know, fucking, like, Donovan McNabb, take that fucking Rush Limbaugh hat, is that, like, Boo, Boo Radley character from Harper Lee, what the fuck is this shit, and then I just go, this is bullshit, man, this is bullshit, but I just go, you know what, have at it, you know, Ronald Reagan got nominated, you know, a couple UK prime ministers, Margaret Thatcher, Tony Blair, Joe Biden has a presidential medal of freedom. I just go, yeah, what? You know what? Whatever. And I just got like, whatever, whatever. You know, but then the fact that he did this in the chamber, I was like, holy fuck, dude. And then Rush Limbaugh getting it, you know, you know, I don't have to go over why he fucking deserves it or something or not deserve it. It's like, there's no point in me going over and it's so whatever that happened. And then after that, they were recognizing the uh, fucking uh, the Border Patrol dude who was working for 15 years and stuff. And then like, I would like to press Congress the budget they would cover in you know, yeah, 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 all that shit. And then. He had the widow wife and the daughter, and then like, you know what, you're gonna make sure the life insurance and all that, the veterans. And then the other one, another veteran wife and the kids are there, and then they're like, you know what, the, the husband has been deployed the last 15 months, no more, he's deployed, he's home right now, oh my god, he's coming down the fucking stairs. The kids aren't like overly excited, I was like, dude, how many, did you guys FaceTime before coming here? So this is a surprise, it's like completely out of the gimmick. But the fact that he kept throwing all these like fucking prizes and people go, oh, and all that shit. 
I just go, this is a fucking, this is better than watching fucking WWE Raw. This is better, this is like a good episode of Bachelorette. I go, holy fuck, dude, this is a good episode. And then to cap it all off, you know, all with all the inaccuracies and the amount of bullshit that Trump was throwing, I, 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 I just go, and then just like Pelosi at the end, just like rip the paper. You know, you, you saw the Democratic Party people, the liberal people were yelling at the fucking chamber. And then like Pelosi was there like, shut up, cut it. No, 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 no. I'll do the I'll do the act at the end. It's just like topped off the most ridiculous spectacle of the State of the Union. And then I just go. And, and if, if if I were seeing this through, you know, the Trump supporters, you know, no matter what, they're like, yeah, the country's great. You know, look what he did for him. And I go like. You know, like rest of the economy, country staying great. I just go whatever. But then the fact that you're like watching this, like holy fuck, is this what the shape of the country's in? Yes, it's a fucking TV show. Yes, the TV show president got fucking elected and running this show. And then so many people are like, you know, looking at that one guy, you know, like Trump or Bernie, Bloomberg, Warren, Buttigieg, and think, you know, I. It goes, you know, that one guy, he's going to hero ball it. He's going to drain that three-pointer. He's going to Steph Curry this shit. It's like, I'm sorry, Kawhi Leonard is not going to solve the country. There's three branches of government and then executive power. You you can executive power whatever the fuck you want. But, like, I just even, like, at this point, I just go, like, oh, socialist. I just go, who's Bernie going to pick in the cabinet? We already know what the dumbass extreme picked as a cabinet and the members of staff that they're, like, I'll put it this shit, and he still puts on a fucking great show. And then the uh, the then the night didn't end there. The feud didn't end there. The feud continued the next morning in the national prayer breakfast, where Pelosi said, "I pray for our president and I pray for our country." Trump goes up there like a little needle dick, petty motherfucker that he always is. Like, I don't believe when people say that they're praying for me and then they don't. I don't like that. And then I, we're going to keep making America great again. And then I got to quit it. And then he has a conference. Like Nancy Pelosi had a conference before the Trump acquittal press conference. I go, what the fuck happened over there, Nancy? I was like, oh, well, well, he's just talking shit. And then Trump had this like fucking Washington Post, USA Today. The publications, he out called them, you know, called them out saying fake news. I just go, I'm acquitted. I go, so is your acquittal headline a fucking fake news? What the fuck, Donald? But who gives a shit? It's like, it's this is fucking wrestling. I just go, whoa, whoa. I thought you had a life-threatening injury. You're bleeding out all over, but you're back the next night. I don't care. <laughs> so I just go, God. And then the Gretchen Whitmer, the Democratic response, which is all right, but then, like, it started so soft. It's better than... It's better than the Republican Marco Rubio and that the... I forgot the guy's name. The New York, uh, the Louisiana governor. It's like, it's better than those two responses. But I wish Gretchen Whitmer... If you want to... If you want to go for an eye for an eye, you know, face-to-face, that kind of thing, you know, hit hard from the beginning. You know, in Michigan, I go, shut up, Gretchen. Jesus. In Michigan, we still support the Lions. In Michigan, we're trying, Democrats across the many state legislators are going to get done. Which is actually a good point that she's getting across because people completely forget because of the federal political bullshit that's going on. 
the state government and other municipal bullshit that's going on all around the country, which is mostly led by the Republicans at this point, has been ridiculous. So she had some good points across, but I thought the intro could have been harder. But anyways, it wasn't so god-awful. And then I go, oh, Gretchen. But you know what? The drama continues. I don't know how the rest of this is going to go. I don't know how the Bloomberg thing is going to turn out. I don't know who I endorse. I, who does the AA show endorse? I don't fucking know. And then the fact that I don't know and people are beefing left and right. James Carville and all these people fucking beefing. I just go, the more and more less united and less clear the message it, what, of what this is, you know, running against Trump. They're going to have the same fate that UK just ran into with Jeremy Corbyn. Although I don't really, again, I, I, I don't say Jeremy Corbyn is Ber- Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders is Jeremy Corbyn. I think there's some ex- ex- like existential circumstances that Jeremy Corbyn has been in the leader of opposition in power for so long. You know, there's some parallels of the, oh my God, the 2017-18-2017 election, you know, where the Labor Party won big, but then they lost, you know, big again at the end of 2019. You know, that could happen with the, oh my God, the, wa- the blue wave of 2018 in America. Will that continue into 2020? But then right now, the results look like it's going to mirror what UK had. But I think the cause of defeat of a socialist leader with Jeremy Corbyn versus Bernie or Elizabeth Warren, whoever it is, I think those are two different circumstances. So I I really don't want and I hear one more conservative going, well, that happened in UK, so it must happen in US. US is a different animal. UK was going through an overhanging fruit that's been like lingering for four years. So... Just keep an eye out on that. And then just think about who would Bernie pick in the cabinet? Who Elizabeth Warren, Pete Buttigieg, Joe Biden, and all these people would pick. Eventually, one thing that Barack Obama did, which was like, look, work with the other party across, you know, the Tea Party and all that shit. You know, my my mentality doesn't change at the time. It's like, look, he had to whip his dick around given what he had to deal with. And, you know, Republicans are whipping whatever his mushroom dick around so i just go i don't know the electability and all that the workability i don't know why democrats are worried about that at one point you know now i think about it because i said ever since 2009 2010 it's like brock whip your black dick i don't fucking know jesus i was getting frustrated so but then like moderate candidates in the overall big picture is a good way to get elected yeah that's true but i go what whatever the slowing job market and economy that's coming do you really want a democrat there you know from 2021 to 2025 2026 and uh, 2024 and be like oh fuck you know the economy by the nature of it as ray dalio predicts is like you're raising taxes raising interest rate with inflation at some point this is gonna come to a stop this historic run so do you want to be the party that runs into it? So thinking about that, I just go like, maybe having Trump for another four years and have him take all the blame is not a bad idea because recession ain't happening this year at this point. So something to think about. Either you want to wait, you know, think about all that. I'm just thinking ahead, you know, assuming that the Democrat gets elected. And then I go, you know what? Even if they win, what are they going to do? You know? Trump's going to be like, I didn't lose. And then, like, you know, rest of the foreign interferences are going to happen. Senate's not going to swing to the Democrats. You know, the House, I don't know. So what the fuck is a presidential executive Democratic branch going to work with? You know, just think about it. If you want this 
who would be the best candidate to just like wield that fucking executive branch dick and just like fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, like Trump is doing right now? Is that Bernie? Is that Pete? Is that Joe? Is that Tulsi? Is that fucking Amy? I don't fucking know. But you know, you think about that. There are a lot of circumstances to think about, and then I I think it's pretty it's pretty clear who the dip you know whip around people are in this in this. Um, does that mean I endorse it yet? I don't know. I, my mind could change next week. But anyways, we stay tuned. And then uh, we'll see how this rest of the New Hampshire primary and then the rest of the South Carolina and then the primaries and then the whatever apologies that Bloomberg's and Steyer's are going to throw, you know, over the next week. And then, um, yeah, I'm going to leave it there. Um, so it was a week of spectacles and I'm going to, again, keep the format. And they staying up mostly politics and then the entertainment. But, um, hey, you know, it just... Think about it and then go from there. So thanks for listening. Uh, my again the shows you can find this on a a show on the Apple Podcast or the Stitcher, Google Play Music, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, uh, or whatever pod thing you use. Uh, you can see the a show with the thumbs up with the black background. Uh, the email I don't have a Twitter, Instagram for this specifically. It's the a dash show at outlook.com. A dash show at outlook.com. If you want to argue with me on all that shit, or you want to discuss it overall, go ahead. I don't. I don't have. I don't have a whatever. So I can't vote. So I, I like having an interesting conversation. So, anyways, I don't know what the topic is next week, but uh, we'll go. We'll see. We'll see. More, more spectacles are gonna come. All right. Bye.